Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and I'm joined here today for the second time, right? Second time. Uh, Joe McNavich, Joe Michigan, whatever you want to call him, he's back in the house. How's it going? Very good, very good. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> yeah, anytime. We have some important political things to debate, so what a great guest to have this week. Uh, certainly many viewers will love my opinions, I'm sure, on this. <laughs> All right, so normally I do a two truths and a lie at the beginning, but I didn't prepare you for that, and um, I kind of get tired of it, so I'm just going to ask you a question about each of the topics we're going to go over. Sounds good. All right, favorite sports team? Minnesota Vikings, of course. Yep, you're a Minnesota boy. That's right. Um, uh, So that would be your favorite out of all the Minnesota teams then, right? Correct, absolutely. Football's first. What does it rank for the major four? You're also wearing a soccer shirt right now, so I guess we can talk a little bit about that later. Well, yeah, Women's World Cup, Nick. I don't know <laughs> if you've been watching, but uh, I would go Minnesota Vikings, obviously number one. Mm-hmm. Then we are going, unfortunately, the Timberwolves at two. <laughs> and then we got the Twins, and followed by hockey, my least favorite would be the Wild. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, to me, just I wish the Timberwolves were good. You know, I have hope, but we just never hit it in the draft, so probably not. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. What's your favorite movie? Favorite? Oh, give me a topic. You gotta give me a topic. Like a genre? Yeah, genre. All right, let's go with comedy. Oh God, one of the hardest. Um, <laughs> I guess if I had, I mean, we'll we'll go Anchorman. We'll say Anchorman. I mean, it's when you used to love came, that movie. When that when that movie first came out, you know, like the first two times you watch it back to back, it was just amazing. <laughs> Before so. cell phones came out, that's all people, all right. all bros would do was quote Anchorman quote, to each quote other. Anchorman, that's right. <laughs> Um, okay. Um, favorite politician? Favorite politician? Going all the way back? Or? All the, or how about your favorite president of uh, your lifetime? I know you've probably got like... Of my lifetime? Or if you're a fan of one from history, that's fine too. Uh, well, I'd have to go obviously with Reagan if we're going history. <laughs> classic. A classic Reagan um, <laughs> of my lifetime. Oh, man. I mean, probably... Not too many good presidents we've had during my lifetime here, Nick. <laughs> I mean, in a way, with the economy good, Clinton was in a way kind of actually the, the best. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the early, I mean, before that, Bush was good, but. Yeah, Clinton, old classic Bush. Yeah, classic Bush, but HW didn't do us too great, to be honest. Yeah. So, and Obama, you know, I'm not a fan, and <laughs> we're living through the Trump age, so. <laughs> but we'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> um,. Um, got any big plans for the holiday tomorrow? Happy Fourth, everybody! That's when this is coming out. So yeah, happy birthday, America! Absolutely. Happy birthday! Um, no, I may be over here for a party, so anyone listening, come on over. Come on over, guys! If you hear this, True American being played at my house. If you know where I live, if you don't, then uh, I don't know how you're listening to this, but that's cool, and uh, you're not invited. But <laughs> uh, other than that, maybe golf. We'll figure it out. You know, great American things. You know, yeah, hot dogs and beer. <laughs> hot dogs and beer. I tried to buy some uh, vegan. Um, um, fucking burgers today, but the Kroger didn't have any, unfortunately. That I wanted, they had some. Ah, but. there we go. Okay, yeah. The you know the Morning Star like black bean burgers. You know I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. I eat you eat some of those sometimes. I think me being recently vegan, I'm pretty sure they use eggs in them, so I don't think I can eat those anymore. Oh yeah, well you said vegan, so clo- vegetarian, close enough. Close enough. Yeah. I have a little salsa on it. It's the way to go. There's just these Impossible burgers that I used to get, and uh, I don't think they're very good for you, but they taste like meat, kind of. Yeah. So kind of gross. You know? What what company was it or whatever? I think it's called Impossible Foods. Oh. 
Like it's they're making like a bunch of stuff. I think they're coming out with some chicken later in the year or something, and it's supposed to be like exactly like it, which is gonna be kind of wild. Because they're the closest thing that I've had to a actual meat tasting thing. Right, it right. cooks the same way. It's pink. It bleeds. It's it's really weird. That is weird. I mean, there's probably honestly some some money and in industry in that though. I mean, when oh, you think sure. about it, you know, creating as close to a beef flavored burger, but not having you know all the negative mm. connotations. I mean, there's right. got to be. I mean, not killing those animals. Right. You know, it's kind of like Greek yogurt, how it's just taken over. You know, because people want a little more protein. All the billions in that. You know, just right. a, a new fad, but in a way, a good one. Does beer have protein in it? Uh, I think very little. Oh, shit. What are we drinking? I forgot. We're about yeah. to run out of time. <laughs> oh, crap. Beer number one. Sport. Now everyone knows Joe does not drink beer. Last time he was on, we had some really sugary Jack Daniels mixes. Uh, this time we got something I think is a little better that I don't think you've had, right? I No, never have had this right here. What are we drinking? We are drinking White Claw, everybody. No laws when you're drinking claws. We got the claws, baby. <laughs> natural lime flavor. Yep. Um, gluten-free, 100 calories, all natural flavors, 2 grams of carbs, and 5% by volume. So just like a normal beer, essentially. Spiked sparkling water with a hint of natural lime. Let's open these up. Yeah, let's go for it. Cheers. Cheers. Happy America. That's right. God bless America. What do you think? It's actually not bad. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to say it's like the greatest thing I've ever had, but for... For a picky drinker. For, right. For a picky drinker, this is good. Better than the fucking Jack Daniels, tell you that. Those were a minor debacle, yeah. but, you know, <laughs> I appreciate Nick making exceptions because I can't do beer. Yeah. All right. Well, on to sports. What a wild weekend uh, for the NBA, huh? Yeah, I mean, just the money being thrown around makes you want to, you know, be six four and be able to shoot threes. Yeah, I know. God damn. Um, so let's start with the winners. Who do you think? Who, who's your main winner? My main winner. Well, well, actually, let's start with the current news that's going on. Kawhi's expected to resign with the Raptors now. Is that is that official? Not official, but like he, uh, some Jalen Rose said, he's ninety nine percent sure that that's going to happen. That's from what he's been hearing. Well, if that happens, then I have them moving up my list, not to the winning, but to a winner. You know, not oh. winning the whole thing, but definitely a winner. Yeah, they definitely won if they get Kawhi because like no one's going to go to Toronto really, and right, they just won a championship. And, you know, Kawhi is going to be the face of Toronto sport or can Canadian sports really? Canadian sports. I like, mean, all the hockey teams kind of suck so yeah i mean i'm not the most insightful person on hockey but you're going down the list i mean you would never have thought five years ago that the raptors would have won a championship for canada before any nhl team right yeah i mean so and the whole we the north i mean basketball's kind of taken over drake sure knows how to market that place man they've made that shit on fire drake is a drake's a genius unfortunately and you know he's annoying on the sidelines but man he knows how to market himself his team just yeah he's an entrepreneur right yeah so we got assuming Kawhi returns like he's projected to um where does that put the lakers not getting Kawhi? because if they were to have Kawhi, i mean that team would just win every year i think if they obviously would be the top team if uh i don't know how you would beat them I mean, they don't have a roster. That's the one thing I saw. They signed Jared Dudley for like a $2 million deal. I don't even know who the fuck that is. <laughs> He's the guy who was always arguing with uh, Ben Simmons in the playoffs this last year. Oh, with, on Philly? Yeah, yeah. Um, but realistically, I mean, they don't have a roster because there's just no money. But if Kawhi doesn't go there, they'll have a 
they'll be able to get some more veteran players. Kyle Korver's probably mm. going to go there. Korver actually, oh, he's going to get cut. Actually, he, he just he, got traded. He right? got traded to Memphis. They're going to buy him out, and he follows LeBron. Or yeah, LeBron follows him. Or I guess however you want to go with it. <laughs> but I could see him. I could see J.R. Smith coming back to the Lakers. That would be I mean, hilarious. It, I don't know if LeBron would let that happen. I, but I could see all that happening. But I think I. I mean, I think Golden State won't will be an eight seed or won't make the playoffs next year with Clay being out. I think that's crazy. I I mean, they have Draymond still, but yeah, and they just and they got fucking who's that guy from yeah, Brooklyn? D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, they're yeah. just they're just gonna use him until Clay gets back, and they're probably gonna trade him. Yeah, it will be in, no, he's perfect trade bait for a couple of years. Yeah. Um. Now, well, how healthy will Clay be? Will be the big debate. ACLs could, aren't like they used to be. No, but people come back from them after the West, right after Adrian Peterson came back from it like perfectly. They've yeah. just been pretty much the same. The West is the West is tough though. I mean, when you mm-hmm. think of, when you think about how quickly you can drop off. I mean, you start naming teams. Who are they going to be better than? I mean, so uh, yeah, Iguodala did leave too. So yeah, right. He's, uh, a Grizzly, he, right? He, he, yeah, and who knows if he'll stay or if he'll get traded or whatnot? Because he, he, to me, he's a good trade piece. Because Memphis just needs to get draft picks and build for the future. I mean, to me, the biggest winner has to be Brooklyn. I mean, there's just yeah. no, no way you can say, even though I'm not a big Kyrie fan, you got Kyrie and KD. Yeah. How can you not say they were the best? They got the best deal. Yeah, I know they got. I mean. I mean, we'll talk about losers in a second, but um, uh, yeah, right across the river from the Knicks, oh. probably one of the worst run franchises in sports. And then Brooklyn gets uh, the two probably one, the two of the most sought after. Well, definitely the most sought after free agent. Well, behind Kawhi, probably. Um, and you know, Kyrie, who is just, uh, also a superstar. Yeah, definitely superstar. KD to me still was the one to get overall, even more than Kawhi, in my opinion. You think so? Yeah, even I mean, I don't know. No one's really come back from an Achilles injury before, but no one's had their Achilles break and been on the level that Durant is. Yeah, know? I mean, technically, Demarcus Cousins had an Achilles, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, now granted, he didn't just dominate for Golden State, but I mean, you can come. I think he, he'll be if he comes back ninety five percent, ninety percent. I mean, he's un, he's unstoppable. You yeah. know, and I mean, Kawhi to me, there were just so few teams that he was really willing to go to. Yeah, he never seemed to me other than L.A. or the Clippers, Lakers, or yeah. Toronto. You know, where KD, you know, you didn't really, you know, know where he was gonna go. Right, he's more of a wild card. Yeah, well, everyone assumed the Knicks, right? Because yeah. the Knicks have been planning for this for years. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, if you're the Knicks, you got to think, you know, you've told your fan base three years in a row now, it's going to be our, our year for free agency. And it clearly, mm-hmm. you know, the, the new age players, you know, they're not into, I mean, tradition as much. You know, they were willing yeah. to go to Golden State to to win to Oklahoma City. You know, who thought Paul George was going to, they thought he was going to L.A., remember? Yeah. And then he decided to stay in OKC. They, they'll they go where they want to be happy and where they think they're going to be appreciated, mm-hmm. not just to because they play for the Knicks. Right. So the Knicks, they did get uh, the biggest free agent of uh, Taj Gibson. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Taj, and they got Julius Randle. I Who don't, is Jewish, Julius Randle? Where he, is he from? He's, is he from good? The, he's from the Lakers, slightly injury prone, but actually, you know, he's pretty legit. It's just, let's be honest, no Nick fan is happy saying you got Julius Randle when you thought Kyrie, Katie, you thought for sure you were hitting on one of them. You know, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, just in general, your Zion slipped through the fingertips of the draft. Yep. I mean, you've been waiting years. Yeah. I mean, to have a real chance, and they would have been the best they've had in decades. I mean, you consider 
what, Carmelo and Amari Stoudemire were the next closest thing they had? I mean, come on. You're not going to compare <laughs> KD and Kyrie to that. Right, yeah. No, they they lost out. They're the biggest losers of this entire NBA whole entire season. And, and it goes you, right You better it. hope R.J. Barrett is a fucking superstar. And, yeah, poor R.J. Barrett. He thought for a minute, wow, look at this. I could be the third wheel right here and yeah. work, you know, get his confidence up and play. Mm-hmm. Now he's stuck with James Dolan, you know, fighting people in the stands. <laughs> yep, and playing his stupid band before big shows at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. a weird story. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, if you're, you know, if you're a billionaire, you do you. But, I mean, for someone who seems to care about his franchise as much, he needs to step away more than Jerry Jones. I mean, he's just, he's a nightmare. Yeah, I mean, Jerry Jones, like, is super annoying. But, like, I mean, the Cowboys aren't an embarrassment by any means no no i mean jerry jones will say things that are outrageous and he'll make decisions that you know if you, people are like well is he in, who's in charge but at least you know he at least has a somewhat of a concept and people around him who have mm-hmm. concepts james dolan seems to be like a one-man like wrecking ball of a franchise yeah um all right well let's uh talk about um the pacers they got that uh What's his name? Brogdon? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Malcolm um, Brogdon from the Bucks on a big deal. Yeah, he was like the Bucks' second best player, essentially, right? Yeah, second, third, second, third best player, depending. I mean, because they had Chris Middleton. Oh, yeah. So, but, I mean, point guard who carries the ball up is so important. So you could probably say second best player. And the uh, Pacers did get a good deal with him. Mm-hmm. They did lose Darren Collison, you know, who retired too. Yeah, retired to work on his what? Like, Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. Uh, what, I mean, hey, well, I guess more power to you, but man, you got enough be... money. I guess if you don't want to do it anymore, but yeah, but hard to turn down that money. He had his he had a career year last year. You, yeah. You know, you're thinking he's probably twelve, fifteen mil a year. Mm-hmm. But he, he came from OKC, right? Yeah, he's been around a few teams with OKC. Yep, he was on. I yeah, I really I don't understand that one, but um. <laughs> Yeah, the, the Pacers are an up-and-coming team if Victor Oladipo comes back, yep. you know, I mean. Oladipo, like, future great. Yeah. Future one of the best players in the NBA if he's not already. Yeah, and I mean, well, talk about a crazy trade that worked out for both teams. I mean, OKC got yeah. Paul George, and everyone's like, oh, well, we know who won this trade. And then Oladipo goes off in the playoffs, what, two years ago? Yeah. I mean, and the other people they got, too, I can't think of the one guy's name. He's the white, the taller white guy. I mean, they, it worked out for both teams really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good trading. Um, Pistons signed Derrick Rose. Oh, and I don't know if you saw, but they got the one Morris brother. Oh, yeah. Markeith? Um, Markeith, yeah. I mean, you know who, to me, is like, that's a Detroit player. You know, yeah. that Detroit hustle. You know, the Morris brothers, they kind of fit that role. And I, I like Derrick Rose. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Pistons are stuck in no man's land. They don't have a shot at winning. No, so. yeah. In a way, it's better to suck. But you know, in a way, the draft, how the draft lottery went, it doesn't guarantee anything anymore. Right. Yeah. If the Pelicans can move to number one, right. From, I mean, like I don't know where they were, but yes, yeah, like a six best chance or something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, that's the that's the real trouble is, you know, it's stuck being in the worst spot. You know, mm-hmm. mediocre. I mean, Derrick Rose. I mean, I, I'm happy for him. You know. Just think, you know, 10 years ago, eight years ago, you would say you had D. Rose and these other players. I mean, their team would be sick. It yeah. Just, he had a good year for Minnesota last year. He really did. He dropped 50 points in one game. Right. Wasn't he Wasn't he not on Minnesota this year? No, he was on Minnesota last year. Oh, okay. This year? Who, who was no, on this th- No, this year, too. Oh, I this mean, year technically, was? Technically, if you want to. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep, last two years. He went when, you know, because he was a big Thibodeau fan. Oh, got you. you and, then, like, I think his former agent is running our team. So. Is he? 
No, that would make sense. And it's a friendly deal. Honestly, he could be trade bait if you think about it. Yeah. He has a good, you know, backs up uh, Reggie. Mm-hmm. You know, if he can average 12, 15 points, a team may take a, you know, a first and first round pick, you know, not a good one, but, mm-hmm. you know, for him towards for a playoff push, a scorer off the bench. We got Andre Drummond, Luke Kennard, and three super injury prone players. Yeah, yeah, you guys are stuck. <laughs> Pistons are stuck, uh, kind of like Timberwolves, and just being pure mediocre. What did you guys do? Did you guys do anything? Uh, As in the Timberwolves? Yeah, we tried to sell Andrew Wiggins for a box of uh, nails, and uh, <laughs> no, we had no no buyers because his contract's so bad. Yeah, we have uh, Jeff Teague running point. You know who was a former Pacer, and he he's injury prone, so we're kind of stuck there. And so we got Cat, and we got Cat, who to me is he's a he's a top three top four big man in the nba mm-hmm. but you know so sur- we are surrounding him with what you know yeah nothing i mean no. if you guys didn't sign anybody we we haven't signed really anybody because we thought honestly d'angelo russell was gonna go there oh really he well he he was meeting with the team but then they did the little trade thing and uh so we thought he was gonna be our guy and well now we're stuck with almost no one <laughs> but i mean we you know cap troubles i mean you can't do anything we have cat on a max deal yeah. super, super max deal and we got Wiggins on a max deal. So, you know, we're kind of like the Lakers. You got two players already on max. How much money do you have? Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Um, I heard the Jazz uh, did really well. Yes. Yes. That's an up and coming. T- well, they've been up and coming for a couple of years, mm-hmm. but their coach, Quinn Snyder, seems to be figuring Who, things out. Who'd they get? Oh, boy. I knew you're, you're, more, you're more of an NBA expert yeah. than I am. I um, guess I can pull it up, but... Well, because you got Donovan Mitchell, and then they got the new ball handler. What is his name, Nick? Mm. Conley. Yes, Mike Conley from Memphis. Yeah. So now, because that was the trouble with Memphis last year, they didn't have another scorer for him. Mm-hmm. They had Rubio, former Timberwolves running point guard, yep. but not a scorer. And then they have, you know, Joel Ingles and a couple other guys who just can't score enough. And Mitchell's becoming kind of like a Wiggins like, you know, he scores you 24 points, but he takes 30 shots. Yeah, well, that's not going to win you games, right? Spider Mitchell, but they have you know Rudy Gobert, who's probably the, besides Draymond the best defensive player in the league. Oh, okay, nice. So I mean they're they're pushing in for they're going for a championship next year. You would figure as you know they they see their window until they have to pay Donovan Mitchell and them right all the money. You know you got to go while your window's good. Golden State fell off a little. Houston's kind of on edge. Did Houston get anybody? Uh, no, they were trying to do the Jimmy Butler sign and trade, but that's failed because he's in miami. To our next two teams miami he's in miami and houston i don't know you trust rumors much nick you know and like you see on the bottom line you know or stuff you know rumors chris paul and james harden didn't talk to each other for two months yeah no i don't like, really i don't really can, buy that like how can you really believe that like you're literally with somebody pretty much during the nba you would figure almost every day or every other day you're traveling playing you didn't talk to him for two months? Yeah, I'm thinking like that's more like some reporter talking to like one of Harden or Paul's friends. To try and to then like, like one of their friends says like, yeah, no, those, those two don't like each other. And then they embellish the truth or right. something. But they were trying to get rid of Chris Paul, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And they, But the problem is, yet again, his contract's crazy. Right. He's going to be making 34 mil a year next year and a year after. Yeah. He's old. Mm-hmm. He just You couldn't offload it, so... Never been to the finals. Uh, should have been to the finals. But, you know, should have, could have, would Also should have been a, a Laker back in the day, but the NBA just blocked that. Yeah, well, that, that? Was, that was David Stern pulling some wild shit right yeah. there. I mean, <laughs> That was man. crazy. 
Yeah, I mean, and those Clipper teams never reached the potential everyone thought. Speaking of which, DeAndre Jordan also went to Brooklyn, in case no one knew that. Oh, yep, yep. Where did he play at last year? Pretty sure it was Dallas. Okay. Um, but, you know, I've never been a big DeAndre Jordan fan. Yeah, I know his, his dunkings have been ama- – his dunking is amazing to watch, but mm-hmm. he's a liability late in games and right. can't shoot. Yeah, you got to be able to shoot in this game, which is why Andre Drummond kind of sucks. Um, yeah. I, even though he did improve his free throws drastically this year, which I'm kind of impressed by that. So maybe there's hope. He's only 25, but – Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, and Blake Griffin – Shout out to Blake playing as well as he did, you know, coming in oh, and yeah. just doing amazing. Blake's great. Um, but, I mean, he's used to playing with a big man who can't shoot that well, DeAndre yeah. Drummond. So, I mean, I can see them working well together. It's just the problem is you just start looking at the East again and you start going down the list of teams if Kawhi stays. Yeah, now the East is, like, kind of loaded. Brooklyn, like, this is Celtics, 76ers. Yeah, we got to talk Pacers. about the 76ers. They got Horford, right? Yeah, and Tobias Harris on Max Deals. Yep. How do they afford all this shit? Well, technically, Harris is a Max deal. Not but, a super Max? No. So he's what is, What's the difference? It depends how many years you've stayed on the team originally. So, like, Kemba Walker signed that $141 million, and that's four-year deal with the Celtics, right? Yep. If he would have stayed in Charlotte, excuse me, uh, he would have got five years, like two hundred million. Oh, okay. So if you stay that, if you're you stay another year of eligibility, basically, you yeah. can add another about forty, fifty million in That's another still year. Players to stay, like right. rather than like have, like football has the franchise tag, right. they just have the supermax. Right. So the supermax is basically it was designed in theory to get players to stay where they're at. Yeah. The problem is. NBA money's all guaranteed, right? Right. So what's the difference? I mean, it's going to sound crazy. I'm about to say this, but what's the difference between 140 million versus 180? Yeah. When you're making so much. Right. And you want to go to where you're going to prosper right. to get the more right. advertising right. money. You know, they thought for sure Kemba was going to stay in mm-hmm. Charlotte because they're like, yeah, what a big loser. They they didn't get any. They got like a bunch of shitty people, right? Yeah. They no one goes to Charlotte. Michael Jordan just terrible he, owner, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone loves him, but. He, he, he gets nothing. Probably a terrible person, too. <laughs> I, I can't speak on that, you know, but what I can say is this our horrendous owner for the most part. I yeah. mean, and, you know, just doesn't want to spend the money to get in the luxury tax, which you need to do when you're a, a median franchise. Mm-hmm. And so he didn't take the money, and they thought for sure he would, and he chose the Celtics. And that, I mean, that kind of shifted everything. Yeah, that's crazy. So the Celtics lost Hor- Horford. Horford went to Philly, yep. but they got Kemba yep. uh, instead of Kyrie. Who I don't will know. fit in better. Yeah, that team, I mean, and they're probably one of the best coach teams in the league. I, I, I 100% agree. I think Brad Stevens, he was he was in over his head. I mean, trying to deal with Kyrie, who yeah. is a ball-handling guard who need, you know wants to play one-on-one. And last year, you look at the Celtics, how they moved the ball with Tatum and Brown yeah. and all those guys. It just, it just didn't work. Yeah, now they're going to have, you know, Gordon Hayward another year after his yeah. disgusting injury. Yeah, oh, brutal. And now Kemba and still Tatum and Brown, mm-hmm. and they still have Marcus Smart. Uh, yes, Marcus Smart signed too. Yeah, he so took a friendly deal actually. So. I actually, I actually have me and Brian always make these bets on this uh, on the NBA, and he lost the first one because he told me years ago that I gave him three years that the Clippers would make the finals, and they didn't. Um, now it's we I, we're betting that I have the Celtics making the finals over the before Philly. So it should be kind of interesting because 
Yeah. Philly, Philly, I think, got a little better. I mean, they got Hay or not Hayward, um, Horford. Yeah. Um, they lost Butler, though, but I don't know if Butler really fit in that well there. To me, Butler didn't fit in well because he doesn't shoot threes, mm-hmm. and we, we that's their main liability is that Ben Simmons doesn't shoot. Yeah. If Ben Simmons can develop a jumper, they're going to be unstoppable. Oh, yeah. You know, I just don't think it'll, it'll take a couple of years. They offered him a, um, a super max con- or max or super yep. max contract. Yeah. So I don't, really don't know where they're getting all their money. Well, because uh, uh, I don't know if have they paid Embiid yet. Hmm. Have they paid him media? I don't know. Because I, I was wondering if they haven't paid him. It seems like they would have had to pay him, but I, I don't know. Because, um, you know, Harris, in theory, could be traded eventually. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be running, in theory, three people max. But that's why they lost J.J. Redick, who was yeah. their shooter. J.J. Redick, uh, who did he go to? The Pelicans? I think he went to the Pelicans, yeah. So Pelicans are going to be a fun team to watch this year. They'll be fun to watch. I don't think they'll be that great. Who else did they get? They got somebody else, too, I thought. They did. Um, I can't think they of have, it. They have Zion. Future, Zion. Possibly future one of the best players in the league. Yeah. Future sky's the limit. And they, they got J.J. Redick. They have. They already have Drew Holiday running point, yep. who's actually really good, underrated. Mm-hmm. And then I think they did get someone else, but I can't think of who it was. We'll have to. Look this up real quick, but uh, how do you feel about Butler going to Miami? You think that's good for him? Uh, King th- of uh, South Beach? I think, well, I think Pat Riley's, you know, everyone sells him off real fast, but I think he's actually a mastermind at pulling off that stuff. I mean, he got yeah. Butler for, a, what, a second-round pick, and Josh, what was his name? Josh, uh, what's the guy's name, Nick? Do you know? Josh. For Who did they trade? Josh Richardson oh, and okay. a second-round pick for Jimmy Butler. I mean, to me, that's just Pat Riley being a genius. But I think Jimmy Butler's reminds me of KD a little bit, in which I think he'll be miserable wherever he goes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they got so. Wait, sorry, I'm going back to the Pelicans. Nick Nicola Melli. Nicola who? Melli. I don't know. He might not be important. I'm just going through this stupid. I hate when I go to an article where I have to click things. JJ Redick. Derek Favors. Yes, Derek Favors. Okay, from. Um, from the Jazz? Yes, he was on Utah. So he that, good? Yeah, he's good, and he'll be a, a you know kind of interior force that helps Zion too. Yeah, because you know they're going to need that. I mean, surround him with shooters if Holiday and Redick are shooting, and Zion and Favors are running in there. I mean, they're going to be they're going to play fast. I bet. Young, yeah, they should they fast. should flirt with the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's as you said, the West. It's it's kind of a little more parity now, East and West, on what teams are going to do. You know, this is the first year in the longest time where i don't know who's gonna be in the finals at least one of the teams yeah i'm i'm really interested now that you say that it's 99 percent sure that Kawhi's going to yeah Toronto. i mean if Kawhi was going to lakers they were just winning for as long figured, as all three are there i figured they he there was a chance he'd go there i mean i think on our list we got to add the clippers to a losers now too if he doesn't go there yep. i mean because who do, who do they have i don't think they got really anybody right right no one you know they were there was always the hope of mm-hmm. one of the big ones going there and dude and what is up with the Knicks? Let's go back to them for a second. Not offering Kevin Durant this the like as much money as they possibly oh, could. Yeah. Back to that because That's they're a, worried about his injury. I yeah, mean, very good to bring up. That to me is I know it's been reported. To me, that's one of those things that's kind of like hearsay. I want to hear it from James Dolan or from someone in the organization because I cannot believe that. Well, they would have said something because their fans have got to be furious if they didn't actually do that. And I they know. didn't deny it. Yeah, I, that's true. They didn't deny it, but I just... Because that's just like laughable. To, to me, 
32 teams should have offered him a max deal. Yeah. I just don't understand how... Like, even if you, if you want to sign him, then offer him a max deal because somebody's going to, so you have to. It's not like everyone's going to be afraid of this. He's oh. one of the best players in the world. Top yeah. three in the world. Yeah, your trade package, even if he never stepped foot on the court, would be worth the max money. Right. I mean, because of what he can be. Ruining the good nickname, come on. The Knicks are, yeah, they're just... I want to be a fan of that team so bad, but they suck. <laughs> you can't be because just the, the owners just, is, it's, a, it's a cancer. Yeah, he's got to sell the team. He's not going to ever sell the team. He you owns like Madison Square Garden. $5 billion for it, though. He owns Madison Square Garden. That's, That's like his pride and joy. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just... Sorry, New York fans. Not really sorry because you fucking live in New York, so... Yeah, I and just... And you just, just root for the Nets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, it's the Nets who are going to be talk of the city for mm-hmm. a while. I mean, I, it's always the Knicks. I mean, and then broadcasters, Stephen A., Smith, and all of them are always going to talk about the Knicks. But yeah. the last two off-seasons or more have been brutal. The, dra- the draft. Lost Chris Dabb. I mean, Dallas, I don't know. Did they get anybody? I mean, I'm just excited for them in general. For, yeah, I mean, uh, Mark Cuban going with the, the white squad down there. Yeah. Luka Donic and Kristaps Porzingis. Um, yep. They'll be fun to watch, too. They're an up-and-coming team. It'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see what they're able to do. I mean, I just still look at the West as just it's it's too open. You just don't even know. And that's why I say I mean, Golden State, to me, even as great as they are, you just start naming teams, and you're just like, you know, who knows who's going to make the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, every everywhere, like the whole league. Like we were, just, let's get, let's get back to this parody talk. Like, who is your favorite coming out of either side? I mean, to me, I figure I'm going to say the Celtics are my favorite now, but okay. I would say Toronto's probably if Kawhi stays right there too. Yep. I I mean Philly to me if they're healthy, they just don't quite have the shooters. I mean, yeah, they, they don't have Redick anymore. They don't have Redick. Tobias Harris can shoot, but. You, ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, I love Joel, but he's, mm-hmm. I mean, just, they don't, don't quite have the shooting that I'm confident that they're going to do yeah, it. they're still probably a top three. Yeah, top three. I mean, like, with Durant out all year, like, the Nets, right. next the, year is their year. Right, the Nets are just positioning themselves this year. Or to, maybe make the playoffs and have Kevin Durant come in there and tear shit up. Like, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how quickly he's able to come back. Um, he did get the surgery right away. I definitely mm. have Brooklyn making the playoffs. Yeah. But I don't think they'll do much. But as you said, it's they both got f- four or five year deals. They're right. they're built for the future. Then you got to put you got to put Miami in there somewhere. Miami will be in there somewhere. I mean, oh, we're we forgetting for- Milwaukee. Yeah, so, and we're forgetting Indiana. So, you start going there. Come on, I, Milwaukee, Indiana. Yeah. The Pistons might not even make the playoffs. I mean, they're going to be, what, they fighting? So where are we at? We'll, Six, seven right there? So, I mean, they're teams that are worse than the Pistons. I mean, you got, what, Charlotte, the yeah, Wizards? Yeah, Charlotte, the Wizards. <sighs> um, <laughs> Who else is worse? There's got to be a few teams we're forgetting. Cleveland. Mm. Cleveland, for sure. Yeah. And the Knicks. The Knicks. So, yeah, they're going to be fighting right for that 8-9 spot. But as you said, what's, what's yeah. the point? What's the point? You're going to get smoked again in the playoffs. And then you go on the West side. Who I mean, who do you who if you had to put your money down now, who's winning who's winning the West? Um, I mean, I see here's the thing. I don't know much about the Jazz and I don't know much about the the Nuggets. Um, so if we take those teams out, I'm probably going with the Lakers because they have two of the top 3 players in the world. Okay. See, and I or top 5. I guess yeah. I guess KD and Giannis could be and Kawhi. And Kawhi. Oh fuck, yeah. Yeah, so they got LeBron and they got they got they get two of the top. They basically got like five. they got like four and five. <laughs> yeah, 
I would agree with that. And I mean, you and you start going down the list. I mean, Denver in theory won it last year, right? Um, yeah. Did they? Yeah, pretty. They sure. were above Golden State. Yeah. So you, I mean, you have them. I mean, another underrated team is Portland. Portland. Oh, they got somebody, didn't they? Yeah, they did get somebody, and they're gonna have their uh, one guy who horrific leg injury for him. He's gonna be back, Jerkic or Nur- however oh, you say his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Nikolai Nurkic, or Nurkic, or, or, yeah. However you say that, the jerk. I don't the, know. <laughs> the, yeah, basically, he'll be back. So I mean, Portland's legit. You got Utah. I mean, you start just going down the list. The Spurs always somehow make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You got Lakers, Golden State. I mean, they're they're about six. Oklahoma People are writing City, off Houston. Golden... Yeah, I mean, like it's weird. It's there's balance now, and we haven't had this. I mean, I really that's why I really want Kawhi to go to Toronto because there's balance, like. I don't know. Toronto probably the favorite because they won this year and they have the best player in the world. Um, I mean, I think, right? Weirdest, I mean, the weirdest player in the world, I'll tell you that. He's the weirdest. <laughs> I would say I would say he's first or second right now. Is There's really only the debate for one or two. Yeah, you got one like KD. K- KD is probably or my one, and three would be Giannis. Yeah, and if, KD's out for the if year. If Giannis could shoot... A little bit better, I'd say mm. he's better than Kawhi. But Kawhi, I mean, you saw him dropping threes. I mean, he developed his game yeah. to unstoppable, and his defense mm-hmm. is unbelievable. KD to me, just I'm not the biggest fan. I didn't like him going to Golden State, but to me, he's number he's number one. I mean, just the shooting, yeah. he's unguardable. His defense is underrated. He can move the ball. I mean, he can do anything. Yeah. So man, what a what a fun! This is why I mean the NBA is my favorite sport. Uh, overtook football a couple of years ago. Um, oh man, Nick! But like th- this is why the like I'm, I've been waiting for this for so long because it's been like you know it's been Miami, 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 Golden State, Golden State, Golden State. Um, all right, Cleveland mixed in there a little Cleveland. bit. Well, Cleveland mixed in on the East, only one championship, but yeah, always getting there. But now it's like who the fuck knows these playoffs if. If Kawhi goes to Toronto, these playoffs are going to be fucking crazy. Yeah, it'll. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I have. I think Utah and Denver are going to give it a run this year. Yeah, I, I mean, really like, think they could. Like the Rockets could even give it a run now. You know, like they just couldn't beat Golden, Golden State. State. Right. But now I mean, without without KD, um, I mean, I don't know. Like Golden State won the most games in in the history of the regular season without Kevin Durant. So, I mean, everyone that's writing them off, I don't. I don't really buy that. I mean, Clay will come back in like February or March. Um, and uh, what's his name? The fucking guy they got. I keep forgetting his name. D'Angelo Russell. He'll keep him in there. Yeah. He, he's not the biggest three-point shooter, but he'll be able to. Oh, shit. Beer number two. Entertainment. Mm. I rarely don't finish a beer before the segment, but there we go. It's that, it's that, white, <laughs> it's that white claw. It's not a beer, Nick. Oh, yeah. Well, whatever it is, hard seltzer. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. Golden State—they're not going anywhere. Fuck your haters. No, I think uh, it's gonna be fun rooting for them again when they're not just the like fucking world beaters with the best team ever created. That's true, but I I think we're underestimating how quickly they're gonna come back to the top too. I really do because yeah. I think they got they have a smart kind of owner GM. I oh, mean, yeah. if they can keep now they can keep Draymond, keep Clay, Steph. I mean, you got three right there and build around that. Yeah, and they somehow they were gonna lose Durant. Like they just lose him and then they get something for right. him. Right, they got like, D'Angelo Russell. What so, a genius move! Yeah, so I mean, and as you said, probably will be traded in a couple of years, but mm. 
And that's all on that's all on the Knicks too, because they wouldn't have happened if the Knicks would have just offered Kevin Durant a max contract. So you think he would have went to the New York Knicks? <laughs> yeah, I do, because yeah, you know the Knicks just you know they're the Knicks. <laughs> they're New York's favorite team, and Kevin Durant would be a fucking savior if he went there. Yeah, I just as I said, it's it's a product of you know how bad ownership and the vibe can be to mm-hmm. for him to not go there you know there are certain teams you know we always talk about like the worst owners in sports you know they always bring up like the marlins guy or whatever his name is yeah or the the rays right aren't You're, they pretty or, terrible yeah the rays are pretty terrible but it's the marlins guy who you know paid all the money for like mm-hmm. some of those players and sold them all you know with cheater and then you could talk about you know the redskins guy dan yeah, snyder. snyder people hate him but, you know, just certain teams, you know, free agents don't want to go because it's like, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. I mean, like, it makes me think of the Lions because the Fords are pretty terrible, but they're yeah. not. They're, they're, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. The, the Fords aren't, like, I guess, that kind of terrible, you know? Like, Dolan is, like, just kind of terrible. The Fords just don't know what the fuck they're doing. See, that's the difference. I don't think teams when or free agents, when they say, you know, do I want to come to the Lions, the Fords are one of the reasons they would not come. Could it be tradition of winning and other things? Yeah. Yes. But I think when you're like, do I really want to sign to be a Nick? You're like, do I want to deal with James Dolan? Right. Probably making me play on his band every Thursday <laughs> or something. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and seeing how, you know, his just his comments, how he treats the legends, Charles Oakley getting kicked out of the stadium and stuff. It's yeah. like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, all right. Well, we're on to entertainment, but uh, we have to talk about one more sports thing, but it's kind of entertainment because it only happens once every four years, and we didn't talk about it. we got to talk about the World Cup, the wow. Women's World women's Cup. Women's World Cup. So United States is on to the finals against the Netherlands. Yes, yes, and uh, looking first forward. First time ever, uh, first time three th- or three back-to-back uh, titles appearance, appearances, right? Correct, correct, Nick. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, honestly, shout-out to our American women. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people rooting against them after they scored all those goals in the opener. Yep, record and, uh, amount of goals. Record amount of and goals. And celebrated like crazy. Right. You know, and <laughs> we can get into a debate of entertainment whether they should have done that or not. Yeah. But them handling business yep. um, and uh, able to keep winning and in the championship, and hopefully we uh, kick Netherlands' ass. I haven't watched a single game in the Women's World Cup this year. I've just been busy and just kind of just been – forgetting about it. i've been listening to like you know i listen to a bunch of podcasts so I, I know what's going on a little bit but right well and of course you know where it's located the times don't always match up you know for, where is it this year for working it's it's in paris and france and stuff over there yeah and so i mean you figure the games most of the time start around two o'clock here you know a lot of right. people are still working so it is hard to watch mm-hmm. me being a teacher uh, i've been able to tune in actually a little bit more yeah how's it so how's it been going how's this world cup for you uh, well, obviously you're rooting for the USA. Obviously I'm rooting for the USA, and uh, anyone else who wants to know, I root for the German national teams too from my German heritage. Ah, so German women did, lo- yeah, they did lose. <laughs> they did lose to uh, Sweden, but I was always rooting for the USA first. So, yeah. um, and honestly, our women have been doing great. I mean, you know, the they don't get the props that the men's team do, even though that mm. they win. The women, um, yeah, the women are like one of the best teams. They are the best team they in the world the for soccer. Team. They are the best team in the world. We have the best women's soccer. Probably speaks to our uh, the size of our country mixed with the uh, progressiveness of our country, I would say. Yeah, I, I mean, some progressiveness, you could account for that. I think the also our ability 
for our women's sports to while they don't rank to the men there is still funding and interest you know that yeah. their girls are playing at young ages and being involved that right. we're able to still have training facilities and I mean, there are other nations who obviously are good at soccer, Brazil and many others, right. but to actually have a real true program, I mean, and honestly, a testament to the people who run our women's soccer program that they've been able to keep it up for as many years. I yeah. mean, like you go back to when we were children and kids, you know, I still remember watching us in the World Cup with uh, Brendy Chastain ripping off her, you know, jersey and showing <laughs> off the sports bra winning the <laughs> World yeah. Cup. I mean, we've been good for a long time and been able to maintain. Yeah, and that's in soccer. Even that's one of the harder things to do. Yeah, I mean, and you, if you think about it, like compared to our men's team, like who didn't oh. even qualify last time, right? Oh yeah, just a, it's a debacle. Yeah, we, you know, we're not we're not a soccer nation for no. for men. No, I mean, you know, we the MLS is getting more popular every year, technically, mm. and honestly, local soccer's are getting more popular. Yeah, I mean, you figure, talk about like even in our area, Detroit City, and so many people. Yeah, watch. I went to one of those games. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people getting interested in watching soccer and even other sports. You know, I saw a comment Odell Beckham made about like going to a sporting event at soccer and like seeing the atmosphere. Right. And wanting to bring that into the NFL. You know, I mean, but it's kind of hard. You can't really. Like, you know, like the constant cheering because of commercials. I mean, that's the one thing right. soccer has. It doesn't. Soccer's stop. just co- constant action. But until. Uh, halftime but the thing is i would agree that you know our men are separated into so many different sports mm-hmm. i mean from basketball I mean, to the, football you have, to, you have a tendency to go to the most prestigious sports and soccer unfortunately is not there is probably the least prestigious sport after the big four you know right exactly it's after the big four and so i mean it's you know us developing the players and i i think there's some uh you could say some we got to develop a bigger national desire for soccer. Yeah, they. I mean, that's what every person says. I feel like soccer is big enough in our country. We just aren't successful at doing it. Yeah, you know our, you know the youth programs and whatnot to develop to the to the top tier level. We're not mm-hmm. there. But, but imagine like the best athletes in basketball, football, baseball, and hockey playing soccer from a child. Like we would be fucking dominant. That's that shit. that's what we th- that's what we think. LeBron but, James would be great at soccer if he played it since he was uh, kid, a kid. Yeah, you're not at six eight. That's the difference. Oh, is the, is that not the type? What's the body type for soccer? About uh, forwards are probably about six feet six two. Oh, okay. Any bigger is you know you become you know you got Kyler Murray. You got to be able player. to yes yes five <laughs> ten five eleven fast dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know those guys are Saquon some of those, Barkley. Some of those on. guys are too big to you know move around for ninety yeah, minutes. I got you. Okay, I didn't think about that. But at the same time, you know we we do say you know if our best athletes did this, mm-hmm. well, there's some truth to that. But you know, in a way, many other countries. I mean, think about basketball. You know, yeah. would they? Well, what would they say? Well, if our best athletes played basketball more, well, basketball so worldwide now. Every kid in China's playing it. Everyone in Europe's yeah. playing it. And they're they're producing some pros, but not at the level we think they should. Yeah, well, not yeah, because you know, like yeah, just just because like they, I mean, each country is just smaller than the United States and Europe, especially. Now, I mean, I, I know China is right. different, but like they're not built like we are. No, not true. I think uh, I think there's some truth to that that we could definitely add some more pros to our our teams. You know, mm-hmm. if we if they chose to play different sports, but. And I think some of it has to do with just overall performance of our organization as a whole. Yeah. I mean, you can't tell me that the men we have on the team now shouldn't be able to qualify for a World Cup. I, you, I just don't believe that. We have 
players playing in top top leagues all over the world. So you think we just run badly for the male uh, World Cup? Uh, yeah, I firmly believe that. I mean, we. I mean, it's probably true. Definitely true. We should be. We, soccer is. It's not like soccer is nothing in our country. We do have a functioning MLS. I think it's functioning at least. Oh, it's definitely functioning. Um, soccer is on the rise. I mean, like you're saying, like the FC clubs or mm-hmm. whatever. Local, locally, I mean, everywhere it's to me is slowly on the rise. You know, mm-hmm. you never say something overnight. You know, takes over, but slowly is gaining. Yeah. More and honestly, as football becomes less popular for parents, soccer could benefit. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a huge thing. Football is gonna be dead in twenty years, but <laughs> that's a that's a that's a hot take there. I, I firmly don't believe that. Unless they but... figure out a way to reverse the effects of CTE, I don't really know if like if if some crazy shit starts happening, parents aren't gonna let their kids play. I mean, as the world becomes more hipster and progressive, like I don't know if I would let my kids play football. To to what age? So you're saying high school I, football? You would not let your son play? I if he I would not let them play little league. Right. If, if he wanted to play football when he turns like 16 or something like i'd feel like i can't control him after that you know right well see and that's the thing i've heard is like they're talking about developing you know different ways to be athletes in which then they don't play football until a certain age almost Mm. that like you know i mean i know they have the flag stuff but i mean a lot of it to be honest other than some repetitive motion and stuff is if they can create you know football without the big hits and the head injuries and stuff yeah they're going to be able to still produce good nfl players i mean they really just need to find a way to like combat the effects of cte like and there probably is a way um they can do people can do amazing things when they fucking want to you know like if if there's if it's possible to reverse the effects of cte and they figure it out then football is going to be fucking around forever and it's going to be as violent as ever Right. Which would be fucking great, honestly. Yeah, I mean, obviously with the NFL being my favorite sport, even though I love soccer too, the mm. NFL to me is the best. But NFL is one I'm most passionate about, but like, I don't know, basketball is just more fun. Yeah, basketball, yeah, I mean, I love the NBA, it's my second Personalities, favorite. man, like following yeah. basketball all year is way more fun than following football all year. Well, in some ways because the Adam Silver and the NBA has allowed the players to be humans right be players you know oh so let's talk about this women's world cup uh, they've been getting some flack for their celebrations oh boy this is kind of entertainment because it's entertaining yeah. it's like you were saying they over excel they over celebrated for their how many goals did they score in their first game oh god like it 10? 10 it might have been more than 10 honestly that's crazy <laughs> yeah but i mean i don't really understand why people are getting mad at them for like we want them to not try uh I, I get th- the celebration aspect of it. See, I think that's what it is more. It's mm-hmm. a celebration aspect. To me, though, for some of those players, they'll only make one World Cup. Yeah. You know, others will make a couple. But, I mean, think about it. You, it's your first World Cup. Or maybe even your second. Yeah. An average team plays three to Which five games. Which is four fucking years. And they only play three to five games. And you happen to score one. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't be mad at people for celebrating that. However, you know, when it's your fourth goal... And you're up by 10. Yeah. Do you need to be pulling out all the stunts? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because they did like team celebrations. You, did, oh, okay. you probably didn't watch. They kind of no, did some They did some football stuff almost. You know how like they have choreographed. Like they had yeah, practiced yeah. some celebrations. Okay. They're busting them out. <laughs> right. They're busting them out when we're up 8, 9, nothing. Damn. You know, whereas maybe they should have saved a couple of those for the later rounds. But, you know, you can't guarantee you're going to score. Right. You know, so I'm not going to say it was really wrong. You know, it's... it's if they want to do it, they want to do it. And if they win the World Cup, 
shut up and stop them. Well, then let's talk about against England, their most recent opponent. Ah, uh, the 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 T the T thing. They were they openly mocked England after they absolutely won. loved it. You know, I fucking love it too. We're on Fourth of July celebrating our independence from England. You know, fuck it. We need more rivalries in sports. This is what breeds rivalries. Oh yeah. And I fucking love it. Like if they they're ever if they ever best us um, in the future. They're going to do some shit to retaliate, and it's going to be fucking dramatic, and it's going to be fun. And it makes people interested. So the next time we face England, they're going to bring this up, and it will get people yeah. riled up. Enough I'm, with the watering down of sports. You know, well, we don't have to be like, we don't have to Roger Goodell everything. Yeah, I mean, but you know, some of that's the NBA. I'll be honest, we were t- just talking about the parody, but yeah. some of it's that they're all friends now. You know, yeah. and that makes it, you know, that like when we talk about the rivalries of the Lakers hating the Celtics mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know. Even Cleveland Golden State, you know, other than Draymond, do you really think they actually really hated each other? Yeah, that's true. You know, whereas, you know, now, you know, you see Dwayne Wade out there with Mello and LeBron on banana boats and the yeah. offseason, <laughs> like, you know, you know, Russell Westbrook hates his opponents. You know, right. and they're like, they're, you know, like good rivalries, you know. Like you're still going to get those personalities that hate each other. Yeah, but, but there's but fewer and far between it's now. It's probably because it's so easy to communicate, so it's easy to squash any conflict. You know, like yeah. that's it's probably a sign, just a sign of the times, really. I mean, I think some of that, and I think some of it's too. You, t- you know, the AAU programs—they've grown up together. You know, they oh, played yeah. on the same AAU teams. They've known each other since right. they were twelve. You know, when they were going to the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I just I love rivalries. You know, when you talk about the Yankees, Red Sox hate each other, always right. have, always will. Right. And Michigan, Ohio State. You right. know, I Michigan, mean, Michigan State. Michigan, Michigan State. Right. Just you know, like there's nothing that is gonna change that, whether or not. Yeah. You know, they. Well, college. You know, college is always gonna have these rivalries. They're, yeah. They're, they're never going to be friends. That's just part of the culture. Right. Right. Yeah. I would agree. I just I want some rivalries more in all sports. I think it's great. Mm. It gives you something to talk about and be interested in, root for. Yeah, it's hard to force it though because you can't really, you can't really force that. No, you can't. But just have to get. I mean, it's, it's just it. People aren't going to be like that anymore. People are going to be growing up um, more friendly towards each other. Then it's just going to diffuse. But they're still going to get. You're still going to get those personalities out there, like you said, like Russell Westbrook or right. Draymond Green, right? Where they're going to, you know, not like to be around anybody, right? You know, it's almost like you know, you find somebody to root against. Mm-hmm. You know, or some people are rooting for, some are rooting against. You know, it's kind of like those situations. You know, Tiger Woods to, you know. Uh, Grayson Allen on Duke. You know, some people loved him. I loved him, but some people mm-hmm. hated him. You know, oh, he's tripping opponents. You know, yeah. you know it's kind of just <laughs> the you know kind of the Duke way. You know, so it's sort of those situations. The Duke way. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we should probably get into something entertainment. Well, Nick, give me a little rundown of what you're hoping for Stranger Things here. Because that starts tomorrow, which to me, talk about entertainment. What a weird day to have your show released. Yeah, that is strange. Stranger Things, right? <laughs> Stranger Things have happened. Um, uh, but yeah, so it starts tomorrow, which is when you guys will be hearing this. So uh, it starts today. Um, uh, I'm excited. Stranger Things is like one of the biggest shows in the world right now, especially with the passing of Game of Thrones. Um the notable things the kids look fucking older now um mm-hmm. like they don't look like kids anymore they're fully into uh puberty and whatnot and what age did they start at when the show like season one if you had to guess if i had to guess it'd be like they were, i think they were like uh they were 
anywhere from sixth to ninth grade, but I would think more of like middle school, middle okay, school so age, middle school age. All right, because yeah. I've never seen an episode, everybody. So yeah, Joe has not seen an episode, so I will not spoil anything because you should watch the show. I don't know if uh, sci-fi is your genre. I yeah, I actually don't mind some sci-fi. I mean, uh, I'm I have some other shows I'm watching, but I I probably need to catch up here. Yeah, would you I mean, rank it as Netflix's best show it's produced? I mean, I don't know how many other Netflix shows you watch, but like. Can you think of anything that there Netflix would, has done that's better than Stranger Things? There would be only one that I would consider putting above it, and that would be Orange is the New Black, which I think is also coming out soon for its final season. Did Netflix do that? Yep. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I have, I'm a sucker for sci-fi, so I'd probably enjoy watching Stranger Things new better, but Orange is the New, Orange is the new Black is definitely a better show. Like, is that, that show okay. is like fucking... Like one of the best shows ever made. Okay. Like it's just a, a woman prison drama, and and I I love Genji Cohen, Cohen the creator. She, yeah. You ever watch Weeds? I did watch some Weeds. Yeah, same creator. Okay. Um, so same kind of feel like you know, like seriousness, but it, like dramedy. You know, right. like seriousness, mm-hmm. but like a lot of silly stuff. Like you know, I don't know. And the acting in Orange Is the New Black is just impeccable. Like. They're, they're so good. And it's like got a lot of lost elements to it where every every episode's a flashback, has a flashback integrated, so it's like oh, the same kind of man. storytelling. Just gets at me. Yeah. And I don't really like shows that aren't uh, a little bit science fictional. And that show is just straight up prison, you know? Right. Um, but Stranger Things, that's not to take away anything from that because Stranger Things is, I don't know, just it, it's incredible. It's like a, reminds me of E.T. mixed with like some even more horror elements. No. Yeah, I, I heard some... Uh, I was talking to Mike Berg, actually, about it, because he watches the show. Yeah. Uh, and he was talking that He's kind of like... Uh, I don't want to sh- give out any spoilers, but, you know, almost like kind of a little it put in it, you know? Yeah. Like, the, you know, there's like sci-fi, but then there's like not terrible horror, but, you know, it's stuff mixed in, you know? Right. A whole lot of stuff in kids Not really involved. jumpy horror. Right. Now, you know, it's clearly huge because I saw, you know, Nike's releasing its own line of clothing with... Stranger mm-hmm. Things. I don't know if you've seen that. I have not. That's you know, cool. like That's pretty cool. Specialized shoes that mm-hmm. are Stranger Things based. Eleven and shoes. You know, so it's just like I don't know. I mean, it's clearly is huge. I mean, I just need to get on the bandwagon. Yeah, I mean, the first season was great. Second season was also great. So whenever a show can like you know, I'm not sure if the second season topped the first one, but it's pretty fucking close call. Right now, how long are the seasons, or at least the first two? Are I they think, short? Or are they like, like seven eight, episodes? Eight or? episodes. Okay, so not I that think. long. No, they're not very long. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's nice watching a show that's just kid dominated, like you know, and we're watching them grow up, you know, in live mm-hmm. time. Like these people are gonna be superstars if they aren't already. Like I don't know, I don't know how long this is gonna go on for, but I'm sure Netflix is gonna want to keep it going for as long as possible um, because it's one of the biggest shows in the world right now. Right. You know, I don't know. Like Game of Thrones is done. What's the biggest show left? Yeah, I mean... Probably uh, Stranger Things, to be honest. You think so? I mean, yeah. Can you, th- can you think of another? Westworld, maybe? But that's just kind of getting started. Yeah. And it's not as popular. No, I would say if you're talking Stranger Things, I'm trying to think of another show that, like... I mean, The Walking Dead's basically dead. Yeah, The Walking so Dead. So, I'm trying I mean, to think... The Walking Dead, I've, I've been saying, got got really good once Rick Grimes left. I just don't know if I can... I'm trying to think of shows that, like, you know, everyone I hear about is like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's dropping tonight. Like you know? a culture, like like right. you know when Game Everyone, of Thrones was out, where right. like you like like did you even watch Game of Thrones? 
zero episodes, everybody. But you probably heard about it all the fucking time oh, when that was going on. Right. Yeah. yeah. So right. That, and, you know, just, you know, or release parties. You know, everyone talking about, well, I'm watching right. Game of Thrones tonight at so-and-so's house. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like Walking Dead. You know, where everyone was get, having get-togethers to watch that, you know. Right. I mean, you know, shows that have a show that you watch after just talking about the episode. I mean, that's how big those, you know, ones are. Right. I can't really think of anything else besides that. There's Stranger Things. Um, I can't really think of anything else. It's like one of the last ones. And it's not even like a weekly show, so it's not going to captivate the nation as much as a Game of Thrones show because you're not going to have a week to talk about it, which is a problem with Netflix, I think. I think they should start releasing shows on a, not in just everything at once because like, it builds so much hype when you get to talk to your friends about the latest episode, you know? That's true. Like the, like the, So everyone can basically just binge watch is what you're saying. Yeah, like I don't want them to be able to binge watch it. I right. want them to be able to ruminate on right, the episode. And just dissect it for a week and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Maybe Netflix will get to that. I mean, it's going to be interesting. That, you know, their business model's changing, you know, if you think about it. Oh, yeah, it's, it has to. Yeah, all... I mean, they're developing shows and movies and all because they know... Marvel is going to, Disney's making its own streaming service. They're going to pull yeah. all those out. They're going to lose, you know, a lot of streaming stuff. So they're going to mm-hmm. create their own, which is expensive. But if they do it well, you know, we'll probably work that's, out for That's them. why they've been investing so much money in that because they know that all these other shows that they've been like, you know, having people have been, like, because Netflix has been so convenient. But now if you're going to have like Amazon Prime, Hulu, Netflix, Disney, and, you know, all these other. Like like all the major channels are doing this shit, so you're gonna like people, we're not gonna be able to afford all this shit. No, you're gonna have to choose. You're gonna have to choose, or and just use your friends' accounts, which everyone does. Yeah, until they block. That you're gonna have somehow. to get like you're gonna get like in a in a group like with five mm-hmm. people. Each one gets their own. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Which is still gonna make them more money because there's some people that use all their friends' accounts and don't even uh, pay any, a dime. No, like I, I haven't paid for Netflix in years like since since last time i I stopped when uh uh, i used when they i used to use the dvd service like all the time Ah. and i stopped after i stopped using that yeah shout out to my grandpa for letting me use his netflix account (laughs) i get him uh gift cards every father's day and uh his birthday and christmas other than that (laughs) i don't pay anything shout out to my ex thanks melissa i still use yours (laughs) (laughs) right you know that we just you know it makes no sense to pay when you're able to do that right I've heard, to be honest, that they have, like, algorithms and stuff that they develop that they can tell. Yeah. Like, you know, because you're supposed to be able to use it, like, at your house. And then, like, let's say you go on vacation, you can log mm-hmm. in. But they, they, like, know your information that they can know whether or not right. you're Right. I think you're allowed, like, 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 three or five accounts. Yeah, but they figured out ways to block it. They just haven't done it yet because they know that's such a bad idea. Right, yeah. You know, because as soon as they do that, people are just going to get pissed off. Because so. you want people to... Watch. have interest in these shows right so if they're not if they can't watch it they just might there's a good chance they just won't now this is gonna be a little not it's not off topic but it's mm. something i don't know about per se but i remember there was like a debate during like the oscars or something about netflix winning awards or something yeah the uh academy does not yeah, want that. yeah what what do you see your opinion on that i think art is well first of all i think it's kind of stupid to judge art and the academy awards are kind of dumb but I don't think you should disqualify Netflix for making their own movies and releasing it there if it's fucking good. Right. That Yeah, I think that's what it was, was a movie was nominated Roma, somehow. yeah. I, I haven't seen it, but then Green Book won, and everyone thought Roma was going to win. And it probably didn't because of, you know, the Academy is kind of corrupt. and that's because, in theory, the Academy's pushing for people to go to the movie theater still. Is that, is I mean, that pe- why? Is that yeah. basically it? So it mm-hmm. wasn't in theaters or whatever? I mean, everyone, every single, like 
production company is like hitting all time lows right now, except right. for Disney because Disney just they're at like an all time high right now. <laughs> Fucking, they have Endgame, Toy Story four. They got the Lion King coming out. They let's they just face they're it. just killing it. Yeah. Spider Man is already out. Apparently, I didn't even know that. Yeah, Spider Man's out, which supposedly has a lot of spoilers. So I need to actually go see it because it's, it's the got final. Good, good reviews. Well, it has pretty good reviews. The problem is it's the first movie after Endgame, and everyone loved yeah. Endgame. So it's like I've seen a lot of people, well, it's not Endgame, but it's really good. Yeah. But it does have spoilers, and it's the final movie in the phase. Right. You know, if you're into, like, the Marvel phases. Yep. So this is the ending of this phase. Infinity War got me... W- I was, like, done with superhero movies, and I watched Infinity War. Have you seen that? Uh, I, I've seen every Marvel movie. Except for Spider-Man? Uh, except for Spider-Man. Yeah. And Infinity War to me is better than Endgame, but that's just my opinion. Um, they're they're different. It's hard for me to pick a favorite. I like yeah. them both so much, but Infinity War was just like I could not believe that ending. Yes. And then Endgame kind of happened like I thought it was going to. Well, not exactly like I thought it was right. going to, but they just they still did it so well. I mean, honestly, if you had to pick a company to invest your money in, I mean, yeah, not that with- you're going to, but. Mm-hmm. Man, Disney or Amazon? I mean, who can you pick on to who's going to win? I mean, t- just yeah. genius, genius-run companies. And, I mean, you got to give a little credit to Disney because they're producing things. I mean, now some right. of it's like remakes. You know, like The Lion King is... They already know the story, but we're all going to go see it anyway. Yeah, and they picked like the... Per- I feel like they picked the perfect actors for everything. Yeah, they it, they Disney just doesn't make mistakes mm. like when's the last i mean there's only been a few times that disney's like bombed at a movie or a show or something they've done they don't make mistakes yeah. and you know they got everything they got fucking marvel <laughs> they got all these classic they disney star wars fucking star wars man i mean hot solo was probably their last shitty flop. movie right exactly and, and that was a flop it I wasn't mean, even it was like only a year ago but still that movie fucking sucked yeah, <laughs> but I mean, and, and it and it doesn't matter. It's fucking Star Wars. People went and saw it. Right. I mean, they just. I think they realized they were oversaturating. Mm-hmm. You know, they were like creating too many Star Wars movies at one time, and so they needed to shift their ideas and make a better movie. I think overall, but just you can't release one every year. You know, but yeah, you just got to know what's fucking good. Like you can't. But honestly, as we said, they don't make mistakes very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know what sells right now is like. I mean, superhero movies, they're always going to sell. But, like, other other than that, like, you know, they realize that movies with, like, female leads or, um, you know, non-white leads. Because we've already just seen a movie about white people, like, white male character so many times. Like, it's really hard to be original with that. But there is so much more potential in uh, people of color leads and female leads. Because, you know, that's why putting Ray as uh, Daisy Ridley as the like lead for star wars was worked out for them regardless of if old fans don't like it i i love it and uh it's working for them financially yeah i mean honestly i think it comes down to number one is the movie good yeah but the writing writing is the most important it it absolutely bringing in even a little controversy is good for controversy sells number one no news is bad news and two i mean realistically it brings in all sorts of different dynamics i mean you think of the black panther movie yeah, I mean now. No one thought that was going to be a hit. I for uh, personally, I love the movie. Yeah, it was um, great. I mean, it had, as we know, basically one major white actor, Martin Freeman. Yep. Besides that, was completely done by you know African Americans or people of uh, the black race, and they dominated the movie. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't stop anyone from going to see it. You know, that's right. just, that was the great thing about it. Right. You know, I mean, 
color shouldn't be a factor in what we're doing. You know, I keep right. seeing these debates on Idris Elba and being the next Black Bond or the first Black Bond, and people are so up in arms over it. Yeah, it's, you know, so, it's just straight so up racism, really. <laughs> I mean, in theory, Ian Fleming, when he developed the character James Bond, he didn't necessarily, he can't see the future. Yeah, you know that to know that you know Britain is going to have a majority or not a majority, but such a minority black population that you know mm. he didn't say James Bond must be white, right? You know, you it's know, just, it, you know, I just find that argument so stupid. Like, you don't have to be white. Like, like okay, maybe James Bond doesn't have as big as a nose as somebody else, and people don't complain about that, or like you know, you know, it, just because the color of the skin is a little different. Right. I get, I guess, I get the like cultural upbringing is going to change how the character is. But right, I mean, technically, it doesn't work well for James Bond because technically, James is always an orphan. Yeah. So I mean, that plays a big role. Oh, that's gonna that would definitely change the story if the character is black. I mean, well, yes, in the USA at least. In the USA, but I mean, in theory, there are plenty of orphans who are African American or what you know, whatnot. You know that I mean Mm. that, that doesn't the childhood. To me, I mean, you know, we, we just get in these uh, interesting debates, you know. All of a sudden, you know, well, the actor is too white to play, you know, a black character of right. some sort. We get in these, or, you know, you know, Asian actors are playing, you know, non-Asian characters. Fear so number three. We got to crack the third oh. one. The president grabbed me. On to the third and final beer of this podcast for everyone's favorite segment, politics. Especially when you're... Debating politics against somebody who's on the opposite side of you. That is correct. <laughs> Though I don't know how much we're going to be debating because we got a lot of debate talk to get through. That is true. Debate talk. Marianne Williamson. <laughs> Marianne Williamson. What a weirdo. <laughs> Who is that lady? <laughs> that lady is the one Republicans are donating money to. I don't know if you saw that. I did not. <laughs> we're supposed to donate a dollar to her campaign or more. A <laughs> uh, couple of kind of Republican conservative... Uh, Podcast people are trying to get people to donate money to keep her in the race because she says such crazy stuff. Yeah. That they're like, this will guarantee Trump winning. So keep <laughs> this lady on the debate stage. Donate money to her campaign. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure if that's the best strategy, but um, uh, it's going to make the debates more hilarious. So I, I think keep going with it. <laughs> like, yeah. Like her, her answer, like first thing you do as president call New Zealand and yeah. say that we're the best country for kids to grow up. It's called the country that just had a mass shooting. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what is that? <laughs> I, I think it's a sign our politics are just kind of backwards and crazy and right now. Looney I mean, Tunes right now. <laughs> but I did hear, honestly, I don't know if it's 100% uh, confirmed. You'd have to look it up, but that she did make the second debate. Oh, really? I don't know if that's like... I thought everyone know. made the first two. I don't know. The I third think, one, I think, I, is when the cutoff I thought, is. I thought the second one, they start cutoffs, actually. Oh, okay. And that, like, there were a couple Democrat long shots who were kind of upset by that. But I could be wrong. I don't want to, yeah. you know, say 100%. But I thought that I heard that she made the cut. I okay. honestly don't know how many people got cut, if anyone, to be honest. So I uh, didn't watch the second debate, but I heard a lot about it and, like, listened to a lot about it. Okay. Didn't see it live. I uh, watched the first one um, featuring Elizabeth Warren and... Uh, surprisingly, a lot of Bill de Blasio. Yeah, um, I, I watched, I'm not going to, I didn't watch all of either one, but I watched parts of both, majority mm-hmm. of the first one. Yeah. Um, I'd say a third of the second one, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So let's start with uh, my primary candidate so far, um, uh, Elizabeth Warren. Um, pretty much unscathed. No one attacked her, which was kind of weird as she's the front runner on the, that debate stage on the first debate. 
Yeah, I would. I mean, in a way, I thought she got her policies out and her ideas mm-hmm. uh, pretty effectively, to be honest. Yeah, and kind of like uh, cemented her backing Bernie's plan for health care, which she was kind of on the fence about before. Right. Yeah, she did make a, a couple decisions, you know, I think calculated good decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I, you know, I mean, you, what's she pulling at? Around 15, 14% right now? Yeah, she's either third or fourth, depending on what poll you're looking yeah, at. Yeah, so, I mean, honestly, it's going to be an interest. It's, it's, that's what's so exciting about it, you know, is where's she going to end up, you know, if Bernie, you know, if Bernie dropped out or if Elizabeth Warren dropped out, you, you figure almost mm. all of those supporters will go to the other side. Right. It's just going to be figuring out how that transitions or what, how that's going to really work out. Yeah, they're my one and two, obviously. You right. Know. Um, uh, uh, Castro did himself well in the first debate, attacking Beto like that. Beto did not do well. Beto, to me, looked like somebody who was just uncomfortable and wasn't, didn't really want to be there. Yeah, I mean that's hard to say, you know, like don't want to be there, but just how he how he was prepared, you would you would think with his campaign's been on for a while mm. that they would have been a little bit more, you know, just you know you should have like five or six things that you're just trying to say the first debate. Yeah, and to me, the only thing that he was trying to do was speak in Spanish there for a moment. Yeah, just other pandering. Than, I, other than so that, annoying. just was completely out of control. <laughs> I mean, and so I th- I think he's done. Yeah, um, I, well, I think he's got enough support from, like, just his, you know, uh, reputation that he's going to make the third stage. Like, he's already going to make it. He's just not going to, you know, not going to—I don't think he really has a shot. Right. So, to me, that's always an interesting thing. You know, mm. it's, if you don't have a shot, what are you doing? Are you trying to, like—are you and uh, Andrew Yang trying to get your message out? Yeah. Or are you positioning yourself for somewhere in the— in the cabinet to being involved in the administration mm-hmm. of someone else. You know, it's always interesting. You or are you trying to sell a book? Yeah. Well, could be. He's trying to sell a book too, right? And Beto already money. had that HBO documentary come out about his campaign trail. So, well, like, he's he's one of the more, most popular people. Right. Like, in, like, one of the most name recognition he has. Right. You know, because, you know, to me that just it fits if either Bernie or Elizabeth, whichever one wins or mm. moves on farther, the other one will get behind that person and you would figure would somehow be involved. Right. I mean, they agree on enough, right? You know, to position themselves, and you know, that's kind of like if you're at three percent right now, you gotta be thinking unless something like batshit crazy happens, mm. you gotta be figuring how. Okay, what am I doing? Yeah. Am I building for the future? You know, twenty twenty four. Am I? What am I doing? Yeah, you gotta have a like a the, the, strong, the, the strongest debate of the the two days was Kamala Harris. Yeah. Like, she's, like, neck and neck with Biden now because the black vote shifted to her right, after black, all that shit. Yeah, the black vote shifted. Which, which is, you know, good. Fuck Joe Biden, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> which is going to be interesting. That's the, I mean, that's such an interesting dynamic because, you know, I think she's going to get railed eventually. Maybe if she moves up as she has in the polls, mm-hmm. you know, with her, you know, the progressive wing doesn't like her as much. I mean, you look at her prison, her prison record. And, yeah. Those sort of things that they they won't get behind, and it will be interesting how that really works out. Right. I mean, like the I mean the the for the Democrats, the major major goal is defeating Donald Trump, and I don't really know if there's a better candidate at debates than her right now. At least, like I think on the debate stage, she would probably crush Trump. Um. Well, you know, I mean, anyone but Hillary Clinton, I think, will crush Trump. Because, right, right. <laughs> you know. Right, we disagree on that sort of idea. But I would agree, if you're a Republican, you're not terribly scared of Joe Biden. 
Yeah, you I know, don't. You know, he's too old. Too. It's not like that. He's physically old. It's that his policies are too old. And like he, you know, he literally was at a, a debate with a bunch of millionaires saying, like, nothing is going to change for not a debate, like a fundraiser. It's like nothing is going to change for you. And that's kind of not what the Democrats are about, right? You know? Well, and that, that's why, in some ways, to to us Republicans sitting watching, you know, mm-hmm. and we tuned into the debate. Well, I did at least. I can't speak for you're one of the more plugged in ones, right? But that you know, to us, you know, and they say it on Fox News and whatever you want to get into the debate about Fox News, but it's kind of like the soul of the Democratic Party is like shifting. Yeah. It's like, where is it going to, how's it going to lie? You know, you have, you know, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, some of these longtime yeah. guards of, you know, the Democratic Party who, for good or bad, have been a part of it. And now you have a lot of younger people getting mm-hmm. much more involved like and I, shifting. Like AOC, queen of the Democrats right, right now. You know, AOC and others, but you know, even Bernie massively had young people last, yep. last election going for him. That, you know, is the Democrat Party going to shift over or is it going to go with somehow? I, I don't think so, but that will Biden will win it. You think Biden will win it? No, I don't. I don't think he will, though. Right now, it's still hard to predict who will. He just seems like terrible on these debate stage. Like, when, when do you see his answer when he like cut himself off, said, I'm sorry, my time is up. Like, who the fuck does that? Come, everyone is just over talking everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I... You just didn't have an answer. No, and I mean, yet again, I'm not going to get into debates, vice presidential debates, because mm. they always have those, and to me, those are a joke. Yeah, I didn't but, watch a single one. <laughs> but Biden didn't look comfortable last time. I don't think he's a great debater. I think he's actually better in the policy room, you know, yeah. getting things done. But as far as, like, winning an election, I, to, to me, he's, you know, his problem is he's supporting the Obama administration. Yeah which is kind of what Hillary slightly ran on. Mm -hmm. She was a part of it, and they lost. Right. So is that really the hill you want to die on? And I would say many young Democrats and a lot of Democrats want to move more left. Yeah. I mean, I I definitely do. Um, You know, I I get what Joe Biden's saying. Like, my my tagline at the end of every podcast is it's better to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. And that's kind of what Joe Biden's about is, like, working with the other side. But, you know, there's certain things, like, you got to stand up for. Right. I mean, right. Both sides have hills they want to die on. And he just, yet again, he kind of is, I mean, I hate to be stereotypical, but he's kind of just like a, you know, how you imagine an old, sleazy, white politician will be. Yep. You know, and not that the Republicans are any better. We've had our fair share of old, sleazy white men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that to us, you know, to the new age and newer politicians and people who involved in politics so much i mean it's just it's like going back to the let's get back to the 90s again you know it's just you know we're not moving forward in any change and stuff right I mean, that's kind of what obama represented just not even just being black but like a change in mm. how we're looking at politics and stuff and what we're doing as a country right i mean like you know he beat out hillary clinton like one of the everyone's favorite like candidate for president like for a long time and, you know, you know, Hillary Clinton can't win elections. It's one of the reasons why I like Warren is she's never lost an election. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, Warren. And, of course, her policies. But. Right, right. <laughs> Obviously, policies are always most important. But she's been able to successfully win her campaigns where she's been at. I won't. I can't speak on how great a challenge she's had. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's this thing is when you never have lost, I mean, that's a good record to have. Yeah. 
I mean, I think she seems to hold her own really well on the debate stage. She stands by what she believes, you know, which is what I've I've praised Bernie for, even mm. though I disagree with him. He's not going to pander or shift, you know. He may me to me say crazy things, but they stand by what they believe. Yeah, and like I, he truly believes him. He's right. not just trying to, like you said, pander. Like he's just right. he just is what he is. So will how this will all shift, uh, you know, and it'll be interesting. You know, it's hard to predict. You know. Where will the three percent or five percent of, you know, crazy Pete, you know, um, yeah, Pete the, Buttigieg, where, where, where will their support go? You know, because eventually, mm. you know, ten of these people got to drop out here pretty soon. I mean, Pete Buttigieg just like got like the most money donated to him after that one, and he had a really good response to his uh, flop or whatever of the. Uh, shooting yeah yeah um and i don't know it's crazy that he's doing this well being that he's just a fucking mayor yeah i mean honestly not, you know, no, not to say anything about mayors but like come on this guy's a rising star like regardless I, what comes out of this he's going to be in this party for a long time right i mean i it's so hard at politics is just it's one crazy world i mean you think you, you know you thought of that with beto though he was a rising star for a minute yeah and now where's he gonna go after this election you know but, but if you Buttig- can't beat Ted Cruz in an election, come on. I mean, there's some truth to that. But Buttigieg, you know, it's just interesting, you know, because eventually a few of these people have to drop out. You figure right. there's only going to be about four main people to choose from, right? Right. You know, so where are the people who are supporting, you know, de Blasio or Yang? I mean, even if you say it's only 2%, mm. I mean, that's still quite a few people when you look at polls as the numbers. Where are they going to go? You know, that is right. the real question. And I think Bernie and Warren will pick up more than people think. I don't think, like, if you're a Biden supporter, I think you're kind of, you're there. You're not going to shift to being, like, a Biden supporter. You're not going to shift to not being a Biden supporter? No, no, no. I'm saying, like, he's oh, not going to gain yeah. percentage points. You know, where I think Warren, Harris, other people yeah. can gain. Biden can do nothing but lose. Right. Like, cause if, you're, if you're, like, a moderate Democrat kind of, like, supporting him, You've been there for a while. Like, yeah. they're, they're not coming out, you know, of the woodwork here. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. It's, That's all, what I'm it's saying. all getting more progressive. Like, I feel like his numbers can go really nothing but down. Yeah, so I would say the, you know, um, the big the big candidates left are obviously Biden, uh, Kamala now. If, mm-hmm. if she moved ahead, she, I, I think the last poll I saw, she moved ahead of Bernie and Elizabeth. And then Elizabeth and then Bernie. And then... Buttigieg, with all the mm-hmm. money he's getting, and ta- he's one of the only candidates taking money from like, uh, like rich people and whatnot. Like, right? He, yeah, I mean, you know, you got to play the game when you're, you know, trying you have that to get much in money. The spot. Honestly, money kind of rules all. Like, money kind of rules all, and he needs. And to, Trump is like amassing a crazy amount of money right now. Trump is. Uh, he's gonna do something a little wild here and he's going to use the fourth of july celebration and raise some money off that i don't know if you saw that or not yeah i don't know how i feel about that i'm <laughs> gonna be honest i don't know how i feel about that <laughs> i th- i think that that's a big waste of money and especially if he takes those tanks out on the road that's gonna fuck shit up well the tanks they already announced they're all gonna be they're not gonna move oh they're okay. gonna be by the lincoln memorial area but and then, I also wonder, you know, counter protesters, like what what's gonna? I don't think. I mean, I don't think a tank's gonna shoot somebody, but I think that's gonna. I think something's gonna happen. You know, you think so? You know, I mean, I did see a poll that like America's like feeling less patriotic this year than in a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an election year, and there are a lot of things that you know change. You know, and and feelings of patriotism and stuff. But 
It's I not feel, quite an election year yet. Well, not all right, not yet, but deciding feels like one. It's felt like one ever since Trump came into office. Well, there, yes. Um, finding out who I guess the candidates is really the big yeah. one. But uh, to me, it's like he's gonna he's gonna do some crazy stuff. Fourth of July will be fine. I don't expect anything crazy to happen. Mm. I don't even think like there's gonna be big big protests because I think that that won't help whoever's yeah. protesting. It'll just be such a negative stain. Yeah, it's that, just kind of like it's like, and it's it's hard to keep up this energy against them, you know, because right, you know how constant it's been, mm-hmm. and you know people on a on a four day weekend are gonna want a break. I think you know, um, I don't know. I don't think you need this big giant celebration. Um, it's like it's like Stalin esque, like like parading fucking tanks around just to show your might. Like we get it, we know we, everyone knows we're the strongest army in the fucking the world has ever seen. Yeah, I mean, I think he's you know it 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 does not nothing but help his base by supporting the military. Yeah, and so having a little demonstration, granted, just newer tanks because supposedly you know we've built new tanks and other things but we haven't those the tanks that he was bragging about have been around since world war ii yeah well and honestly that's scary to think about i want you to think about something nick Mm -hmm. think about our military budget which you know is just beyond big right and we both would agree should be cut some yeah but we both agree that you can't and win an election not easily no not win an election you have Mm -hmm. to do it after the election but you have to lie to your lie to your base essentially in a way yes but you cut the military a little bit. Mm-hmm. But we haven't. How are our tanks from World War Two still, or the Gulf, you know, Gulf Wars or Korean or whatever you want to say? If our budget is that big, what are we spending the money on? I mean, I mean, I think that spending money on ground warfare is kind of silly with the with the drone technology and with nuclear bombs. Like any nuclear bombs are not meant to be used in my opinion and i'm i'm, I'm vastly different on different on uh, this opinion than most people but like they're just a deterrent from anyone ground invading you or you ground invading anybody yes and i i would agree with some definite truth to that i guess my thing is is if our budget for our country is you know i don't even know let's just say it's 15 percent military mm. i don't even know what it is but how what are we spending our money on like how you know we talk about we need to increase our navy and build more warships and mm. we need to build newer airplanes and new tanks. It's like this thing is already this big. What are we spending our money on? Yeah, we're probably. I mean, it's, I would guess drone shit, drone technology. Yeah, I mean cyber warfare. Yeah, I mean it. To, as I said, it's it's hard to be a fiscal uh, conservative nowadays. You know, with how much money Trump spends, but mm. it's just like you question where is everyone's money going? Yeah. I mean, like, God, we could we could do so much more. Like, like I know this is not possible, but like, <laughs> I think honestly, a realistic thing to do would be completely cut the uh, military budget. Like, just take it all away, and whatever you do spend on it, just spend it on fucking a shit ton of nuclear bombs. No one's gonna fuck with you. Uh, like, how do you feel about Tulsi Gabbard? Mm. She seems like someone that you might agree with. I don't know. Like, at least for, at least for her um, foreign policy. There, there, there's some truth to, to what she says. I don't mind some of it. You know, I guess to me, though, you know, we can get into debates, you know, about mm-hmm. what we think is best for the world versus United States or whatnot. You know, the problem with massing nuclear weapons, other than it angers other countries into them creating more, in theory, mm-hmm. is 
we're trying to stop certain countries from getting nuclear weapons. Now, yeah. that's the real debate. Should the United States get involved in stopping right. other so countries? Like, like Iran. We can like just Iran or New, um, North Korea. Mm-hmm. You know, in your opinion, should... Trump's best, Trump, first sitting president to ever visit uh, North Korea. That's pretty impressive. It, now, see, do you take it as that as a positive, or do you take that as he, he just gave, you know, that family a right, as in, like, a pri- not a privilege, but showing that they are, like, a real... I guess not dynasty, but you know that they're like you know established. I think like all right. So North Korea, the issues, human are, rights issues, human rights issues, we are, know are terrible, horrible. But I don't. The fact that they do have nuclear capabilities right now, um, I don't really know how to solve this problem without trying to bring them in and have them experience our culture rather than threaten them where they could just mutually self-destruct you know right like i think like i don't know i don't really mind trump going there okay let me ask you this just uh this theoretical mm. let's say uh let me try to think of a country chad in africa mm. trying to build nuclear weapons now should the u.s get involved yes or no no see see that see, that's kind of the right the debate you know we have is you know the only reason we're involved with iran other than oil and terrorists and a lot of things is they're trying to build these said weapons so Mm. that's why we get involved you know should america stick its neck out and kind of get involved in these situations i mean i don't know i think like like i don't really get the argument where we can have shit that and you just can't that doesn't uh a human level that doesn't fucking make sense to me right you know um and I, i i get that it's the threat of the world ending but so is fucking climate change so is so is like a bunch of other things, like you right. know. I, everyone always says like if everyone has nuclear weapons, like if every, I think if every country had just one nuke, the world would be a lot more peaceful. And then you would there's not really a risk of uh, insurgent groups coming to take that over. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a tough it's a tough question. It's not like it's something I'm gonna like 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 we've said before like die die on the hill with you right. Know. You know. I mean. I don't know. I just you know. It's it doesn't. It relate. just doesn't seem fair for us to control the world. Right. Well, and it's too expensive to control the world. Right. I mean, that's the other thing. I guess the main problem is for a lot of people is, you know, when you have Iran and some of the stuff they spout off, you know, about Mm. death to America and whatnot, you know, people get riled up over the idea of them eventually having a nuclear capability then. Mm. So it's then, well, what do you do about it? And it's just trying to figure it out. Trump clearly has gone the route, his own route. You know, he pulled right out of that nuclear deal. We'll see if that's for the benefit or not here in a couple of years. I mean, I like the idea of the like the Obama's nuclear deal. I like I like that because like it's not directly saying you can't build nukes. It's like incentivizing you not to. Like I like that more than I like we're gonna fucking blow you the fuck up if you build uh, a nuke. See, I and see that's where I I disagree slightly. Not that I think we should blow up Iran. Mm. I honestly don't think we will. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I think it's it's too much of a of a risk right now to go invade Iran for what exactly? Yeah, you know, I, I mean, mean, you can't. If we go to war with Iran, we're fucked. I mean, you're gonna get you're gonna destabilize the Middle East again. Middle East is destabilized right now. Right, you're gonna make it worse. You're gonna probably piss Russia off. You're gonna definitely piss uh, Bashar al-Assad from Syria off. Um, <laughs> what is China gonna do? Who fucking knows? They fucking hate us right now. Um, I don't know. The world, 
we are very close. We are like uh, we've we've been on the brink of nuclear war for like a hundred years. It feels like um, not a hundred years, but like since those two bombs were dropped, and then mixing that with the Cold War and everything that's been happening in the Middle East, which is a barren wasteland. If they didn't have oil, they probably wouldn't have anything really. They wouldn't have a single thing if um, there was no oil. I, I'll be honest with you, and this is you know I don't think we should do it, but I think if we invaded Iran or we attacked Iran, mm-hmm. only one group would get involved. To be honest. What? I think Russia would be the only group who would stick its neck out, if anyone. For Iran? Mm-hmm. I don't and know that's if... That's the most dangerous I don't, person? I don't know if they would, but I certainly don't believe China would. Because China has too much to lose in their economy. Their economy is doing so well. Yeah. What do they... Like, sure, they make money with Iran, but compared to the millions and billions they make, they're not really going to... What about Saudi Arabia? You think I don't think they want that shit going on. And they're like... Yeah, I don't think they no. should be, but they're one of our best allies. Syria wouldn't like it, right? Saudi mm. Arabia, I don't think they're big supporters of Iran, though. Right, but like, if Iran has, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't justify us spending the money right. to go into Iran. Right. I mean, not right now. I mean, the thing is, I mean, I think it'll eventually. It's like forcing your hand. Mm-hmm. Will Israel do something first? Who Who knows? Yeah, you know, it's, it's just, just going to be the problem is we need to you solve the problem. You go green energy here real fast. And if we don't need oil, we don't need the Middle East. Yeah. And but I, we're not going to do that fast enough. Yeah. Um. Also, you know, we have our our own goddamn issues here. Oh, absolutely. We do. I mean, our infrastructure is crumbling. Realistically, Iran isn't going to hit us with anything. Yeah. Even if they had a nuclear weapon, they're not going to hit us with anything. Mm. It just, as you said, it just becomes such a you know, liability. The, the real problem is that we have a fucking child being the one in charge of all this shit. Even you, I, I know you're a Republican, but I know that you think Trump is kind of a fucking idiot. He definitely is. You can't deny that. He's not some kind of super genius. Oh boy! You don't want if you don't want to say it, you don't have to. No, no, but no. I guess he's not. I guess the brightest of people, and he's definitely oh. all about. He's all about like this TV culture that goes on with his. Like this is like a fucking reality TV show to him. So I guess to get into two parts of that, would you say in general you don't think he's a very intelligent person, or you don't think he's an intelligent person running a country? I think that he's good at what he's good at. And which is what? Which is advertising, which is um, stirring up uh, publicity, you know, like like he's like a marketing savant. Right, okay. But, so. but he's running a country, he is f- fucking, like, disgustingly terrible at it. And not even, not even based on any of his ideas, based on fucking how he goes about this shit. Yeah, I, I mean, because I... I'm taking a poll. Uh, oh, go ahead. Some Traverse City whiskey. We got here. some whiskey here, guys. We're going. We're going a little crazy today. Happy Fourth. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. I think he's overall. He's an intelligent person. I just, as you said, I don't think he's. He's from the American business side of things, in which there are no rules. There are the intelligence level of how to handle things is just so much different. He doesn't know how to be a presidential at all. Yeah. No. And I mean, his mistakes that he makes are, you know, just... He's bold. I'll give him that. He's bold. 
you know, people got mad, you know, Obama used to like, you know, when he met world leaders, you know, like he'd bow down, you know, or whatever, show respect, mm-hmm. which, you know, Pete, the Republicans would be like, oh, look at him. See, he has no backbone. He's, you know, showing America's weak, you know, when that's not really what he was doing at all. Right. Yeah. There was like a cream colored dress debacle. Right. He was, he, no, he, what he's doing is trying to show respect to other nations. Yeah. You know, it's not, it, you can't take things out of context. And of course, Trump, what happens is. He does stuff, and it's completely taken out of context because he doesn't know how to do it any other way. I think Twitter, honestly, would be almost extinct if it wasn't for him. Yeah, probably. I mean, honestly, who goes on Twitter much anymore other than for sports news and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, like, as a sports fan, I'm always on Twitter. Right, but, but like, other that's... than that, like, it, Before Instagram, Trump, it... Instagram, Snapchat, they all have overtaken that. Hmm. But, man, he keeps it running. Like, he does policy on Twitter. Yeah, which it's is... It's like, who would do that? I mean, honestly, that's, like, one of my least gripes about him. Like, um, Right, but that's not presidential at all. No. I mean, president, <laughs> like, we're in, we're in an era where everything's fucking changing, you know? Um, <laughs> I don't care. I mean, I care that he, like, will announce policies without telling, oh, yeah. like, anyone else about them mm-hmm. on Twitter. Like, that's a little fucking crazy. But I don't care that he's, like, you know, tweeting his beliefs, I guess. But, you know, I don't know. It's just, like, he can tweet and affect the stock stock market. And that's... Let me ask you something though. Is are you happy that he, in a way, he tweets though? Not what he tweets, but the idea that you're knowing that what this is what the president thinks and this mm-hmm. is what he's doing. Whereas I feel like a lot of presidents before, and it's a big word they all use, transparent. Yeah. You, you never hear anything out of him. You know, Trump will go all before the reporters and he'll answer questions. Now he's going to yeah. say some crazy shit, right? Right. And you're going to be like, huh, why, wait, why is he saying this? Or what is he doing? Why mm. is he getting in arguments or whatnot? But, you know, it's him. You know, a lot of Obama stuff, you know, other than the State of the Union, you never heard from the guy. Right. I mean, <sighs> I mean, yeah, no, I guess I would say, yes, I appreciate that I, know, get, like, I get to know, like, kind of exactly what this guy is thinking. thinking. I just fucking wish <laughs> it wasn't fucking terrible, evil shit all right, the time. Right, right, see, <laughs> that's the... The big debate, and uh, we're almost out of time, so I wanted to get your opinion on this: uh, the border crisis right now. Oh boy! Um, I've on, on my last podcast, I said just give fucking the Republicans and Donald Trump whatever they want, whatever we can do to solve mm-hmm. this. Like, fund the fucking wall, end an- amnesty, or um, mm-hmm. and and do whatever, because this shit is fucking gross. It's it's inhumane. And I'm not, I don't want to be someone that's holding this shit up and like, I'm not going to have to live with this shit, but, uh, Trump is, and other people are like these, it, it, I don't know. This is like a fucking national disaster and this is something that's going to be in our history books. And I just think it's fucking so fucking terrible. Like you just, you, if you want to hold these people hostage, I, I fine, you win, you can fucking sleep with that. Take whatever you want. That's what I'm saying right now. So, so in your opinion, just out of curiosity, do you think the Republicans or the Democrats are winning the border crisis then? In terms of policy, policy. the the Republicans, because they're going to get whatever they want. That see, I think that's the long term play. Unfortunately, and it's disgusting and it's fucking disturbing, and I fucking think it's (laughs) repulsive as fuck. But can can I say one thing though? Sure, I will say um, that. I firmly believe the detention centers, and I mean, the thing is, you know, certain people go down there and they say they see this horrendous stuff, right? They Mm -hmm. see just crazy shit, you know, going on, and then it's the ending. Yeah, but finish your point. Um, And then other people say it's great, right? 
the real question is, is these centers aren't built to last that long. Yeah. So what do we do until we figure that out? I mean, like, I, I, uh, one of my things is like, um, uh, so the reason that we're having such an influx in people coming in is because Trump's in office and they're afraid that it's going to be shut, shut down, down completely. Right. So, so what do we do? Do we build, are we supposed to build massive amounts of hotels and other things? I don't things? know. Send, send a bunch of armed guards on the border and let them shoot anybody that comes if this fucking stops oh, it. man. Like, like See, I don't know. So you're comfortable with shooting parents and children at the, at the border. If, if you want to deter it, this is not the fucking way. Exactly. Like, I, I, just, I agree with that. I just don't want these people to be fucked. Like, these children are going to be fucked up for the rest of their fucking lives. And it's going to, it's going to, this is how you breed terrorism. Exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you, I agree with you nick and that's why i said you know you got to stop it somehow but you but, but like but this that, is not the, the way man but the optics go go imagine, harder imagine us shooting people at the border the optics of that can you imagine that for a minute yeah you guys can live with that i'm not living with no that. we would lose elections <laughs> like that <laughs> all right um uh, we have to end it but uh, thank you guys for listening to the split six podcast joe thank you any anything you want to plug anyone you want uh anywhere you want to be followed uh, no, nope. All good other than on Facebook. <laughs> uh, it's better, it's more important to listen to somebody than it is for them to listen to you. Thank you for splitting six with us. We'll be back next week. Happy 4th of July, everybody. I love you all.